Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the fourth ever episode of Ross Connects. I'm joined here with Josh, and we have a wonderful interview for you today or tonight, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. We had our 2019 cohort member, Mr. Tom Matthew. I thought that was a very interesting um, discussion just because. You know, I never had the privilege of really sitting down and talking to him the last couple of years. So I'm very happy to hear that he was able to change jobs and do something very fulfilling. Yeah, likewise, Andrew, I was never in any cohorts with Tom and I didn't see him very much either. So it was cool to hear his story and kind of where he's come from. And he has a little bit different background than the other three people we've had on so far with the nonprofit experience and uh, where he's at now and then what his goals are for the future. So it was cool to, uh, to hear about all that. And then obviously, you know, your excitement to have another, um, double Michigan alum. So I thought overall the interview was, was a good time. Absolutely. And another thing of note, I know when we did our first episode, we talked a lot about the entrepreneurship track and how that really affected us and really motivated us towards getting more involved in the entrepreneurial space, whether it's with an existing firm or something that we create. And it's just great to hear that impact was had on another member of our cohort. So it's just really talking to like how great of, you know, professors and motivators and resources we had during entrepreneurship. Yeah, no doubt. The courses that we went through and, and the friendships that we made along the way and the people that influenced us as we went through the curriculum um, forever, it's very clear forever changed our life uh, for the better. So, and it's always awesome just to sit back and reflect on that and hear that from each individual and what, what they took away from the experience and what they're looking to apply from it uh, into the future. Yeah, I still don't miss going back to Ann Arbor every other weekend for class, but I sure do miss you guys. So without further ado, let's get to the interview with Tom Matthew. Welcome back to the latest edition of Ross Connects. I am joined by my beloved co-host, Mr. Josh Witt. Josh, how are you doing this fine Sunday evening? Oh, Andrew, I'm doing very well. It's a brisk 75-degree day in Columbus, Ohio, in the most beautiful place on earth, and uh, excited for this interview with Tom. And speaking of our interview, we have another special guest, another 2019 Weekend MBA Ross alum, Mr. Tom Matthew. Tom, how's it going? going well. Just to piggyback off of Josh, I too am enjoying the weather here in Michigan. Finally feels like summer. Yeah. How did you celebrate the uh, summer solstice? Did you have a barbecue this weekend or just enjoy being able to stay up later watching Netflix like I did? uh, It's funny you ask that Um, because I started my day off. Actually, on the west side of the state, I was at a off-site uh, strategy retreat uh, with some management folks. Um, and yeah, it was just a beautiful, beautiful time, uh, not just hashing out the future of the company, but also celebrating summer. Uh, yeah, we just had a great view of Lake Michigan. It was just a pristine view. Really, really enjoyed that. There's no better place on earth during summer than than Michigan, in my opinion. Although Josh would probably argue that Columbus, Ohio is up there as well, but summers in Michigan make it worth those long, tough winters. 
So did you guys, is this one of your offices, Tom, or is this a place that you guys just booked to kind of get away and let the, the energy and the ideas flow? I believe the company owns that site and also rents it out to, to other companies and other folks, just exactly as you mentioned, to, to enable free thinking and, uh, yeah, to, to basically pick up from the, the normal routine, normal operations and, um, yeah, just insert a new creative flow into the, into the system. I think that's a good starting off point for introducing you to our audience, which is probably about eight people right now, uh, hoping to grow that a little bit, but so before coming back to Ross for the weekend MBA, um, would you be able to share a little history where you came from, what industry you were working in, and and what your rationale was for pursuing a weekend MBA? Absolutely. Prior to Ross, I was working for a boutique project management consulting firm, and I was there since 2014. I worked on uh, projects for construction companies, municipal government, and even law firms. Um, and yeah, just had really neat opportunities working um, for, for different, different folks uh, in many cross-functional collaborations, worked in union environments, non-union situations. And um, yeah, one of my, my highlight, highlights from uh, the early days was um, yeah, contributing to a forensic claims. Um, this was like a forensic project management analysis that had to be conducted over two disputing organizations. And that was really fun. And in the course of that, I realized um, while I could do analysis because my background really was from engineering. Um, yeah. Did a lot of like infrastructure engineering projects. Um, I found myself in this business related intersection and I needed to strengthen specifically um, in the functions of finance and uh, yeah, grow in strategic thinking. And um, it was around that time, one of my friends had been kind of whispering in my ear about the WNBA program. He had started a few years earlier and I came and checked it out and really saw it was a great fit, uh, not only schedule wise, but also curriculum wise and just the energy of the classmates. Um, overall, it just seemed like uh, a really uh, a well thought out experience. And um, yeah, I have no regrets making that decision. And Tom, you mentioned starting in 2014, you, you kicked off your professional career. Is that when you graduated undergrad? No, actually, prior to that, I worked for a nonprofit organization. Um, so I have a, a very diverse background. Um, so I've kind of covered the, the nonprofit sector as well as um, worked in public and private sector. And where did you do your undergrad at? Undergrad was at the University of Michigan as well. I uh, studied civil engineering, graduated okay. in 2008. Okay. I'm sorry, 2012. 2008, okay, 2012, 2014, did some yep. nonprofit work, and then you, yeah. you jumped into that career path. So when you, when you sat down and you started looking at Ross more seriously, were you considering other weekend programs as well, or what kind of made you say that Ross was the one for you? 
most of my, my work related projects were in um, Michigan. So it just made sense logistically. Um, and I did consider some of the Chicago schools. Um, however, the, the length of those programs uh, combined with um, yeah, just the convenience of Ross just made, made more sense pursuing this option. And I'm not sure if we're going to if you want me to get into the the weekend conversation, I thought this was a great fit. Um, I really, really thought it, uh, this model enabled me to apply learnings immediately into my workplace. Um, it was essentially like a blank canvas to kind of play around um, with ideas, and and at the same time, you know, I'd be able to go back every other weekend and hear hear more, learn from other classmates, and how they're kind of applying these tools. It's always great to talk to a fellow double Wolverine. And I think we can both answer Josh's question just saying, you know, why would we not go back to the greatest university in the world for our MBA? I I think that's it. That's just the proper answer. But let's let's get into the overall experience. I know um, one of the greatest for us was the cohort and being able to learn, take lessons learned from other industries and have it be applicable right away into our, our current jobs. Is, is that something you two felt? And if you could also talk about the experience in general. Yeah, I think it really pushed my, my thinking, um, especially in terms of uh, include, including other folks from different backgrounds. I realized um, coming from a technical background, I really uh, looked up to folks who had a similar background and thought I'd just want to stick to that career lane. But uh, I think Ross pushed my thinking. Um, fellow Rossers who had different uh, career paths, career trajectories, um, yeah, enabled me to see that there was a lot of value in, in hearing um, their experiences. And I, I just came to the conclusion, I can learn something from everybody. And there isn't um, a certain profession or a certain position that's better than the other. At a human level, we can always be learning from one another. Um, so that was, that was a very interesting learning that I was able to apply at my work workplace. And it, it even transformed the way I was um, yeah, kind of looking at projects and um, gave me yeah, it gave me a new lens to to be patient in certain situations and um, yeah, not not fall back into um, yeah, whatever the the company culture was at that time. So as we begin to go through Ross, you know, one thing that we like to do is kind of look at one of the high moments and then and one of the low moments along the way. So maybe to start off, you know, what was one of the highest moments of the Ross experience for you? Personally, my my high moment was uh, the C-suite class, specifically when we had uh, Kathy Bassant from uh, Bank of America, and I, in fact, played the, the CEO role. It was actually a very surprising uh, thing for me because I, I just assumed that there would be others on my team who'd want that role, but unfortunately, none of us really had familiar, familiarity with that topic at hand. Um, and I just went for it. I thought, hey, this is, uh, this is going to be a great experience, just pushing myself, trying something new. And it ended up being the culmination of many different experiences, um, including uh, failed 
case competitions and learnings from previous groups. Uh, and I really appreciated how my team was, um, yeah, just dead set on trying something new. And, uh, we all had a sense of belief in each other. And I think that really elevated us to success. And just to interject there, I, I was, I think I was a customer or a competitor um, when you guys had your Bank of America C-suite presentation. And I want to note for the audience how much, uh, like how much I respected your group and how great of a job I truly thought you guys did. It was, it was a tough situation and having her grill you guys and there were very direct solid responses. It, it was very impressive. Yeah, it was interesting. Even the preparation for that felt as if we were the C-suite. Um, I actually reached out to a friend of mine who uh, was very familiar with that um, subject matter. And he equipped, equipped me with facilitating uh, some conversations internally and just preparing us with some simulations. Uh, and that was a really fun experience that, that we, we got to try out um, in the background as a team, but we never really shared it with the class itself. And, and in reality, that's something you have to do as a C-suite. You have to bring in sub- subject matter experts and learn from them and try new new ideas and push, push your uh, thinking. Absolutely. So as Josh mentioned, we also like to talk about a low, but not just to focus on the low, but what you learned from it and how you were able to overcome it and, you know, shape the Ross experience into the great one that you had. Yeah. I would say my, my finance experience was not that great. I think I was expecting a little bit more on, and I will take a little bit of responsibility too. I could have gotten a little bit more involved with say a finance club. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was just missing on um, the, the educational quality that all the other classes had. Um, so, so that was something I wish would have been different. Um, but as I look back on, um, yeah, it definitely provided me with a foundation to learn. And I think finance is one of those subjects that um, can be industry specific and you need to know the, the nuances by um, yeah, how your company views um, and shapes uh, their financial structures. Um, so it, there is opportunity for learning still. Um, but yeah, having paid that much for an MBA uh, I wish the finance curriculum would, would have prepared me in a little different way. Yeah, I have to say, I probably felt similar about the experience overall, but your your comment on the foundation to learn, I think, is pretty pivotal and something I think that, at least from a personal perspective, I felt about the experience overall. So overall, you know, it's like we'll probably forget a lot of what we learned as time goes on, but we have the ability to go back and reference these materials and to use other sources of information to continue to build on, you know, those core foundations they taught us. So I felt like as I went through the program, you know, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts as well. Um, that I really, I provided myself like a strong foundation across the board to continue to learn moving forward. Did you feel similar? Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, the Ross MBA gave uh, not specific tools, but really a framework of thinking and attacking, um, 
Yeah. And to your point, um, there is, there's even like a curiosity that was uh, cultivated throughout the program to keep learning and to, um, and to keep getting better and to be competitive in, in our industries and in our fields. And um, yeah. And I think finance is something that can be learned very easily. There are a lot of tools and, um, and people that are out there. There are a lot of great subject matter experts, I'm sure within our companies that can even point us uh, towards that direction. Yeah, definitely. So carrying it forward, um, Ross wraps up and you start to look to the future. You know, what does the future hold for you and what have you been doing over the last few months since Ross's, uh, our kind of our graduation has come and everything commencement has happened and what are you looking forward to in the future? Yeah. Since Ross, I, I took a two week vacation and it was, it was lovely not to have, um, not to have a lot of responsibility on my shoulders. I actually transitioned jobs as well. And, uh, yeah, it was a great, it was a great time of laying low and doing some reflection and fun reading. <laughs> that's not something I've got gotten to say or listen to podcasts. Um, so that's been, been a treat. Uh, and then last month I started a new job at consumers energy, uh, with the corporate strategy group. Uh, and that's been, that's been a really incredible experience. I work with three Rossers and one current WNBA. <laughs> um, so it's been, yeah, it's been fun to, uh, to chat with them about their loss experience and, um, yeah, so they're essentially a utility company uh, in Michigan, and typically a utility company doesn't strike you as a business uh, a business on the frontier of innovation or learning. Um, but yeah, this company over the last five years has been like reshaping itself into um, into a triple bottom line company, and that really attracted me how they think not just about the, the financial performance, but also considering people and the planet. It's a, it's a major uh, consideration for them in how they do business. And it's, it's not just something in their mission statement or their vision statement. I've really seen that in their, their uh, relationships and how they interact with one another. That's awesome. Very excited for you. A few follow-up questions. Uh, what was it like getting back into leisure reading after reading case studies for two years? I, ha- I haven't dabbled in that yet. I think I'm a little gun-shy still, but do you have any recommendations for our listeners? That's, a, that's an interesting question. Um, I started reading um, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Um, and also was reading a strategy book for work. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's a fun read, but it was still an interesting read. Nonetheless, it reminded me of some of the things that we'd covered in, uh, in the corporate strategy track. Um, yeah, I think one major difference between, um, yeah, fun reading versus case reading is yeah. The, the level of detail at which you read is way different and, um, yeah, you can just kind of sit back and read it at its own pace. There's no rush. There is no assignment coming up. Uh, and you can just let it stir a thought in whatever direction. Whereas a case, um, usually had a intended learning goal. Whereas with fun reading, there is just an open ended sphere and it can go really in many directions. I really just wanted to, <clears throat> just throw a curveball at you and 
and see where we went from there. Cause I, again, I haven't started reading for fun yet. And I thought you might have a good recommendation for a book, but it sounds too much like school for me. So I'll, I'll continue to just dabble in <laughs> Netflix. I don't blame you. But, I don't blame you. <laughs> but it sounds like you started an awesome job with consumers energy, um, utilizing a lot of the frameworks that we learned over the last two years. But is there something, I guess, further down on the horizon that you have your eyes set towards? Like, where do you want to go next? That's a great question, Andrew. If we could tell the future, wouldn't that be wonderful? But um, of course. I think I want to keep my mind open, keep learning. One of the things I've, um, yeah, that I'm aspiring for is just impact in my current role. I really understand what makes the company take, learn the business model, but then, um, hopefully take on a leadership role in the short term um, in that firm. But then down the road, I'm fairly open. I think there is an interest uh, for maybe something in the entrepreneurial space. I haven't quite nailed down exactly what it is, nor um, the business idea, but there is an inkling that just, just to have an opportunity to shape something and shape the culture of a company from the ground up seems very appealing. Um, and there are some inefficiencies that are definitely true at, at a large scale. You know, people don't always respond the same way across the board. Not it's harder to get alignment. Things are slower, but whereas with smaller companies, um, it's, it's easy to interject, uh, cultural values and, um, yeah, bring a lot of energy into that work environment. Tom, that's awesome. I think, uh, you know, hearing your story and hearing where you are today and what, what Ross has done for you and where it's helped you uh, get and where your plans are to go, I'm excited to watch it unfold. And I think uh, it'll be awesome to watch all the success that I'm sure is, is ahead for you. Yeah, let's see. Let's see where it goes. I'm really grateful for the Ross experience. It has certainly opened many doors, not just on the professional front, but also just in terms of friendships, there have been some really great friendships that have been sparked uh, from, from Ross. Couldn't agree more with that one. The thing I always like to mention to others when they ask about the Ross experience is the friendships created, the, the quality of the individuals that we were all able to go through the program with. And, you know, I'm just truly grateful for that and forever thankful that we got to complain uh, with one another about the schoolwork and getting through it in that way. So Tom, thank you again. Best of luck in the future. Can't wait to hear about your future entrepreneurial endeavors. Josh and I are always interested in hearing about those and seeing how we can help. I always finish with forever. Go, 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 go. blue. blue.